We bless you. Father, we thank you. Lord, we give you praise. Yes, Jesus, you are the one we love. We live for you. We live for you. Everything we do is for you, oh God. Amen. We lift our hands to the one we love. Just, you are the one we love. You are the one we love. We have come to express our love for you this morning. The one I love is ever before me. His seal is upon my heart. And I live for the one I love. The one we love is ever before us. His seal is upon our hearts. And we live for the one we love. Jesus, you are the one we love. Jesus, you are the one that our hearts yearn for. Jesus, you are the one that our hearts cry out for. Jesus, we have seen not only your power, but we have seen your life. We have seen the manner of man that you are. We have seen, Jesus, the things that you have required of us. We have seen, oh God, how you have consistently taught us to walk in love. And you have made your grace available to us, oh God, that each day we might be able to grow and go deeper in the nature of love. Jesus, we see you. It is you, oh God, that our hearts cry out for. It is you, Jesus, that we long for. You are the word. You are the word that we are crying out for. You are the living word. You are the word that brings water in itself. You are the word that brings life from itself. You are the word that comes and gives us nourishing and refreshing. Jesus, it is you we cry out for. Oh, Shandebe isko belehida la kada. Ela mando bre ekende vele kenematu. Zube la bara dika subre ende kelenete. 
Rabonde brene meketoba ande barakasita. Oh, shambarakendo soberende baka. Oh, today we lift up our hands to you, Jesus. May the lifting up of our hands be like the evening sacrifice. Oh, ramenda barakendo bulenepa. Ika paro no se peremekele mashonda. Ila bande breketo rakase kira batela vadoa. Ale maro ingekele barakato separa. Therefore, we say, let the doors be open. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. Let the King of glory come in. Let the rising of Christ over his people, let it supersede and let it override her. Let it override pain, let it override time, let it override culture. In the name of Jesus, let it override technology and let the rising of Christ over his people. Let it override, let it override every single barrier this morning. In the name of our Lord Jesus, therefore we and we declare that even though we stand over this Zoom call, yet we stand under open heavens. We decree and we declare that we stand under the presence of the living God. We stand under the presence of Jesus. We decree and we declare that there are no barriers in the realm of the spirit. That where we stand is an open ground where the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Ghost is unhindered. We decree and we declare that wherever our voice enters into is the voice of Christ that enters in there. Therefore this morning, oh God, as we raise our voices in the name of Jesus, we decree and we declare that the power of the Holy Spirit is breaking into homes is breaking into into cars, it's breaking Amen. into rooms in the Amen. name of Jesus. And we declare that right now, miracles, miracles, miracles. A voice activated this morning as we speak. We decree and we declare that miracles are happening in the homes and in the lives of people. We open the doors in the realm of the spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for angels on assignment. Thank you for angels that go to war. Thank you for to do the will of Thank you, Lord God, because you blow away 
way like simonic atmosphere over the lives of the homes of people right now in the name of Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. We have come to Zion, the city of the living God. Stand in the heavenly Jerusalem. We have come to an innumerable company of angels. We have come to God, the judge of all. We have come to the place where the blood of Jesus speaks, the blood of sprinkling. We have come to the place where the blood speaks of better things than the blood of Abel is speaking. We have come to you, Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. We have come to the spirit of just men that have been made. Yeah, you're muted. Father, we thank you because even as we stand here this morning, we stand within Zion in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Ask for more of you. We ask for more of you. 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 Yes, thank, thank you, Lord yes. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord yes. Jesus. Thank you, Father. This morning, before we, we, we go any further, I want us to pray um, into two things. Pray for um, the person, I, I don't know, Pastor Stephanie put it up on the group yesterday, um, the man, because remember yesterday I had released some prophetic words about people uh, and the situations of certain people. And one of the things I had talked about was, I saw in the realm of the spirit, um, people who had been beaten, you know, spiritually by all kinds of things. But of course, we know that there are satanic attacks. And I spoke about, you know, the venom causing sickness in their bodies and all of that. And someone had sent a message that their uncle had been beaten, but they didn't see what it was. And it started just as a little um, pimple, but it grew. And now the leg, um, they say, you know, they may need to amputate it. But because the Lord has given his word, because the Lord has given the word, his word, because the Lord has said, you know, that he wants to do that, so we know that it is possible. So we know that God, you know, wants to indeed um, break this person, you know, from this chain and from this captivity. Um, just as the Bible says in 2 Peter 1 verse 19, it says, um, we also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable. And the Bible says, you will do well 
to pay attention to it, to pay attention to this prophetic message as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. It says we have this prophetic message as something completely reliable and we will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in our hearts. So when we receive completely reliable, how do you check if it is a true prophetic word? How do you check if it's a word from God? Number one, it is based on scripture. The principle that backs it up um, is, is scriptural. You can find it in the Bible. You can defend it based on scriptures. And we know that God wants to heal us. And we know that Christ wants to heal us. And we know that even if a thing beat us, it is the thing that should die. It is not us that should die. Just like in the case of Peter, he shook the serpent off into the fire. You know, um, and Peter, Paul, he shook it off into the fire and it, it did not harm him. Rather, it was a serpent that died. So we should not die in a case like that. So the, the word can be backed up, you know, by scripture. Also, the word comes to pass. So we see that this word that was given, someone says, hey, you know, as crazy as it may sound, as far-fetched as it sounded when I said it, or someone says, hey, this word is for me, it's for my family. He says, so we know we have this prophetic word as something completely reliable and we will do well. And because when a prophetic word is given, there are usually different components to the prophetic word. Um, the prophetic word usually comes and brings a revelation of a situation, a revelation of a thing that is happening. You know, it is an unveiling. I'm almost at the airport. Please mute right, your microphone. The, mute your microphone, airport. please. The lady talking about the airport, please mute your mic. Thank you. So it is almost like an unveiling and an uncovering of God, what, what God wants to do and, you know, what God is, um, what God is revealing to his people. So when a prophetic word is given, um, it is, there, there's a component of it that unveils and reveals. And then within the prophetic word um, is, is not just the fact that, hey, word of knowledge, this is what's happening, but it's also God's redemptive plan in the midst of it. God will also say, hey, here is, you know, where I am taking you to, I hear is how I am changing the situation. And usually in a prophetic word, there are usually conditions, terms and conditions in terms of here is what you must do to be able to bring this word to pass, you know, and within a prophetic word is usually timing and season. And it's usually the time frame for, for the word to come to pass. Because you see, there is something about timing. There are two components to timing. Um, there, is, um, there is the physical human time, and then there is the, um, the spiritual time and the spiritual time is usually called Kairos moments and you know um, there is because God does not dwell in time time dwells in God and 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 time is a is a component of um, part of the, the the things that God constructed in order for the human world to be able to function because God is is all revealing self-revealing and but the, the thing about God is that you cannot take him all at once because you will not be able to handle him because God is an abundance of knowledge and so it takes time for a person to walk into the fullness of the revelation of God. So God creates time uh, as a component and, you know, uh, and he puts time within eternity so that with time, man can begin to come into the revelation of who God is. And he's able to pace the delivery of his knowledge to humanity. And so what then happens is that God then locks situations and God locks programs and God locks plans and God locks revelations into time so that 
each generation is able to come into an aspect of God. Now, when God gives a prophetic word, the prophetic word from God is already fulfilled and actualized and has come to pass in him because all things that he says, the moment he says is the things receive life and the things are living and breathing. But you see, because of the construct of time, um, the, the, the things that God say may not, be may not be revealed in that moment. Sometimes it is delivered through generations or sometimes there is a set generation and a set place and a set moment in which the word comes to its fullness. Um, so, but, but when God gives a word over it's the situation of a person, like a word of healing or a word of restoration, what then happens is that um, the, the eternal has to break past the barrier of time and the limitation of time so that it may happen. And that's what we call a miracle because what then happens is an intervention of the spirit of God. And when God um, overlays, you know, um, eternal over physical and breaks the cloak of the physical so that that which lies in eternity may manifest in a moment in time. So time is meant to work for us. But if you don't understand the spiritual application of time versus eternity, it is possible for the enemy to manipulate time so that time that is meant to be a portal for revelation then becomes a portal of restriction so that the things that are meant to come they do not come that is why when we pray we pray and we speak to the gates of time we command the gates of time we command the calendar of human years we command the days we command the months we command the seasons and we say to them to bring forth all that God has put inside of it concerning us. We command them to walk alongside with God and we remove them from the hold of the demonic so that everything that God has planned for us, we reveal its time. It will reveal itself and time is no longer a limitation to us. So this morning, I am sharing this about the components of the prophetic and the work of time versus the intention of eternity. I share it so that we may pray for this man and we may pray concerning the prophetic words that we gave yesterday. I want us to do that before I go into any other teaching this morning. And so together, I want us to lift up our voices that concerning this man, it says, pay attention to the word so that it will look like a light that is shining in a dark place. So imagine a dark room and a light begins to shine. And it says, allow that light shine and shine and shine. Let the glow of the light increase until the morning star rises in your heart and, 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 the, and the day dawns in your heart. So you see there's a difference between when the sun is rising and when the sun has come into full bloom. It says until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. So there is something about a prophetic word. The fulfillment of it is like the morning star that has risen in our hearts. So let us pray, oh God, we pay attention to your word that concerning this man, can we pray together that whoever the man is that was beaten and his leg, they say it is rotten. Let us overturn the judgment of God. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Now we're also going to pray because while we're praying, I began to hear the Lord saying that um, I want you to pray for people who um, who woke up with strange diseases. And they woke up with just strange diseases. And, and I saw the image of a lady um, that was all well and all fine. And you woke up in the morning and you began to feel pain in your breast and you touched it, you found lumps. And, and it was like you said to yourself, ah, ah, there were so many before. How come I never saw it? How come I never felt it? How did it just happen all of a sudden? You know, and you know, those kind of all of a sudden kind of diseases. And, you know, they've given you all kinds of crazy terminal reports, all kinds of reports that will bring destruction to your body i hear the lord saying he wants to attack that which attacked you and so this morning, in the name of jesus we release the power of the holy spirit Ibrahim, 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 
Father, I bless you because I know that by the time that woman goes back for the scans, they will say that all the lumps are gone. They will say that all the lumps have dissipated. In the name of Jesus, God, I bless you for healing and for restoration. Father, Thank I you. for the child we prayed for yesterday, the autistic child. Father, I bless you because I know that he is not autistic anymore. Yes. The one that used to show the symptoms of autism. Father, it is God in the name of Jesus. Father, I God, I thank you. That you are not only restoring the child, but you are restoring the mother also. Thank you because that family has a divine visitation from heaven today. In the name of Jesus. We pray because we believe. We pray because we know. We pray, oh God, because we know that you are able and able to answer us. Thank you for Thank you for restoration. Oh, 
I want to love you. I want to love you. I want to I 
Before we, we go on, we will pray for, we'll pray again because I believe that God released something to us yesterday. Um, yesterday, someone shared with me a video that they recorded from prayer ring. Um, and the reason why I'm sharing this is because uh, different people have reached out to Pastor Stephanie to say they saw the same thing. So I'm like, hey, the video is on YouTube, we might as well. So a lady reached out to me on Instagram yesterday and said, Pastor Isi, while you were praying, at some point, I saw something, you know, and please permit me to share the video with you. And I thought, what does she want to share with me? I thought maybe she wanted to send me 
someone's video or something that someone said confirming what I said. And I just said, okay, go ahead, share it with me. And she shared, she said, you know, initially she said, oh, I thought my eyes were deceiving me while you were praying. She said, but then I went back. Okay. Someone said she saw it too. She said, and then I went back to YouTube to go and see when they uploaded prayer rain for yesterday to see if it was my eyes or if I really saw it. And then she said she saw the same thing. And so she recorded with her phone and sent it to me. I was unaware of what was going on. So she sent me this clip. Um, and while I was praying for people believing God for babies, I remember yesterday I said I could see in the heavens that it was like babies were stuck in the second heavens. And it was like their, their journeys were truncated by hell. And it was like souls that God had released from heaven. And they were just stuck there. And the scripture that came to my mind was Daniel, when the angel said to him, from the day you began to pray, that God answered you. And I felt like we needed to just press in a little bit to arrive at the release and to arrive at angelic um, assistance so that that which the Lord had sent will be released. And I spoke about wombs and I saw how wombs had been filled um, with things that were not of God and, you know, demonic things. And I began to pray against fibroids and I began to pray against cysts and I began to pray against strange things that are filling the wombs of women that should not be there and let the babies be the things to fill the wombs of the women and we prayed for the release of babies and I remember I said at this time next year we are going to be having multiple baby dedications and celebration I don't know if you remember and the moment I I, I felt like we had we had there was a release in the realm of the spirit I said it is done it is done the moment I said it is done I saw in the video um, a light, a glow began to glow behind me. And, you know, it was like just this huge glow. And the next thing you could see the light visibly, visibly, visibly constricting until it was swallowed up within the bulb behind me. I didn't see it. I didn't know. My eyes were shut. I was praying. But if you remember, if you look at my 31st night message um, that I preached at Ecclesia Hills, when Ecclesia Hills, Rig Nation and People of Influence came together, I said, that this is going to be the year of divine visitations and there are going to be lots of encounters. I said that there's going to be a lot of angelic interventions and the usual is going to become, unusual is going to become normal. The supernatural is going to become normal. I said this yesterday, um, during the 31st night, little did I know, um, even though I had gotten a word afterwards that that which I had said was actually going to manifest and but I mean, I'm not one that chases after things like that. I chase more after God. I'm looking for the video and I want to play it. Uh, I just want to, I'm thinking maybe I should play it for you guys here. Is it okay? Can I go ahead and play the video? Yes, please. Okay. So I say that because so while... I and you know my my friends, my spiritual friends, Apostomi, Pastor Talk, you know, Pastor Yudi, we, we had to go over it and look at scriptures and to say what is this, what is this? And we ended up and saying this is a sign and a wonder. And I believe that God is releasing signs. And you remember yesterday we we're teaching about the supernatural, the divine, and the reality of heaven. 
and how heaven can engage with earth and how heavenly things can become tangible. We were saying it yesterday and you know, just going back and forth and stewarding the prophetic words that have gone ahead of me and the revelations of God in terms of the angelic host that works with me. And there is one who is a glowing and a fiery angel. And I've seen him several times. And I believe that it was something that was manifested yesterday. And I believe it is one that also works hand in hand with babies and the release of babies from heaven. So I share this with you so that you, you know, your faith may grow and you will know that the things that we say here are not just words that we are speaking. God is actually at work in the midst of us. So let me play the video real quickly. Can you see my screen? Yes, Focus behind the lights. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Because the chain is broken. The door is open. They are set free. Salamoka, Hera Bakota, Shande Brekete Fesukata. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So he has broken. You guys see it? Yes. 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 Hallelujah. Oh, yes. 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 Wow. You see the glow behind. Yes. So the yes. moment we said it Sorry. was broken, yeah. you know, the, the chains are broken. It began to glow. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For he has broken the gates of brass and torn the bars of iron. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Um, Hallelujah. Thank you, to give us more and more and more signs like that. So here I was praying. I had absolutely no idea what was going on. And you remember that I had said that the night before, when I opened my eyes at night, I saw this form and this dark figure that has stood there at the door. And I was just like, you know what? I don't have time for this. Sleep, they catch me. I'm just going to sleep, you know? And I said, angels of God, this is your work. And I could feel a presence of an angel just here beside me. So, and here am I sleeping and here is the form here. And I was just like, look, this is your work. I'm not going to even deal with this. And I slept. So throughout the night, I could feel just, this angel standing here. So where I sat to pray was in front of the place where I could feel. So if he was there, he was just right behind me. Now, this thing I'm saying to you may sound strange to some people like, oh, she said she's not an angel. She felt this one. This is the reality of our life. And this is why the prophet prayed and said, God, open the eyes of my servant so that he will see what surrounds him. It is a reality. I am not, if you know me very well, I'm not a spooky spiritual kind of person. When we sit together, it's very normal. Let's laugh, let's pray, let's play. But I am very sensitive about the things that happen in the realm of the spirit and constantly on the lookout for the movement of God. And so the moment I saw the video, I began to backtrack and I said, yes, yes, I did feel him at this side and that side by the time I sat was there is behind I was like oh yeah no wonder that was what was going on 
but we were praying. But in the moment where we prayed for the release of babies, there was a manifestation. It was almost like when the Bible says angels excel in strength. And it was like there was an excelling of his strength to the point where it broke through the physical and it and through, the, through, the, through the spiritual and it began to manifest in the physical as a glow. And as we looked at scriptural backings, we looked at, you know, when the Bible says that the angel of God appeared in the burning bush to, to Moses. And you may think, oh, why the light bulb? Why? Many times there's an appearance of the angelic, even through light sources. You know, he appeared in the burning bush um, as an angel. And even when Manoah and, and the, the, the mother of Samson, they made a sacrifice to God after the angel appeared, he says, while the flames went up, the angel of God ascended in the flames. And so usually you, you will see the manifestation like that through light and light sources. So um, I believe strongly, and I say this to you because I believe strongly that something was broken. There was a demonic stronghold broken over the lives of people yesterday, over the lives mm -hmm. of women yesterday. And people believing God for babies, they received a supernatural miracle. Amen. Something broke loose yesterday. And Amen. so, Lord, we just continue until the day start dawns in our hearts, until Amen. we see the fullness and the manifestation of it. Lord, we thank you. Father, we bless you because father in the season coming, multiple babies multiple babies multiple babies are released you who watched over my womb, you who kept my child father you are keeping the babies of these women we rebuke all these marriages we rebuke it in the name of Jesus and we, decree, and we declare that he, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, their wombs are filled with babies because you desire to send souls into the earth, because you desire to send children into the earth, because you desire to send evangelists, prophets, apostles, pastors, and teachers. You want to send them to the wombs of these women. My God, nothing can stop your word. And so we agree and we partner with you in heaven, oh God, Amen. that these children are released, that these children come from, that these these children are birthed Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. We agree and we declare, oh God, that you are filling their wombs up. You are filling the wombs yes. up, oh God, with babies. Yes. Supernatural pregnancy, supernatural pregnancy. In the name of Jesus, that which was impossible to for them to impossible to them for years, God, it becomes possible in this season. In the name of Jesus, Thank you, 
body the Lord has prepared. The body did not prepare the body for himself. He did not prepare the body for himself. Thank 
In the name of the Lord Jesus, Thank you for your presence. You know what I'm just going to say to you is whatever the Lord commands you to do, do it. Um, whatever the Lord commands you to do, do it. There are usually instructions that God gives for the actualization of his word. Many times we can't explain it. Many times we don't even know what it means or how it results in what God's saying being done. But whatever the Lord commands you to do so that this thing that he has said will come to pass. Because I sense in my spirit, God is giving people specific instructions. Please do it. Follow the Lord. Yield to God. Whatever he places in your heart as a command, as an instruction, follow it. Um, if you look through scriptures, it's all over scriptures. And so sometimes you ask yourself, why could the Lord not just do it? Why would he say, go and bath in the river? Why would he say, 
um, go and meet with this person? Why would they say, go and, you know, whatever the Lord commands you to do, do, you know, there'll be specific instructions he will release. There'll be specific people he will say, talk to. There'll be specific places he will say, go to. There'll be, there may even be seeds. He may say, sow this seed. He may say, reach out to this person. He may say, forgive this person. Whatever the Lord commands you to do, do it quickly. Amen. As we were praying, I remember the scripture in Ezekiel 37. And I feel like we will pray with that scripture today. One of the things I want you to know that is happening in this season is that time is moving fast. I don't know how to explain it to you. But there, it's like there's an acceleration of time. And the way that I know that it's happening is even in this prayer call and in this season of prayer, there are things that I may feel like, oh, you know, the Lord wants us to share this. And maybe I write it all down. I type it all down. Because first of all, I had this whole curriculum I was going to use. And the Lord is just like, take your trash out. You know, I want to tell you every day what I want to say to them every day. So I literally wake up sometimes up until like one, last night I slept at 1.30, 2 a.m. And I had to wake up at 5.30 because I'm waiting on the Lord. And I'm like, Father, speak. Tell me, you know, I'm, I'm trying to see through my personal inspiration, my personal word, uh, my scripture I read, I'm pushing, I'm trying to push all of that back so that I can receive a corporate direction for the prayer call, you know, and um, so God is bringing daily bread. And sometimes I feel, oh, you know what? I'm just going to share what we didn't finish yesterday. And I can just hear a sharp no in my spirit. That is gone. Move on to the next thing. And I'm thinking, God, wow, wow, really? You, I mean, it's just gone like that. You know, we, this note is gone. This, this plan is gone within 24 hours. And yesterday, the Lord began to speak to me that there is a quick movement of time. So the things that he says to you, if you miss the window for it, it's gone. So this is the time to move quickly at the word of the Lord, to move at the command of God. If God even tells you, pick up your phone and call somebody. If God tells you, go and ask them to give you this thing. Go and ask for that property. Go and tell them to release, you know, the, the contract. Go and tell them, call this one. Don't, don't hesitate. Don't think twice about it because there's a quick movement of time. And the revealing of the things of God are done through time. And the grace for the things to be revealed are activated in time. So I'm talking about time a lot this morning so that you may understand the relevance of following the word of the Lord real quickly. Follow the word of God. Because time is for the manifestation of the promises of God. And time is being accelerated in this season. And I believe that the reason why it is happening is in the mercy of God. So that the Lord may reduce and shorten the days of troubles and shorten the time of, you know, um, of, of the oppression of hell. And you know, the Bible says that um, if the days were not shortened, that even the very elect will be deceived in that season, in the time when there is going to be great oppression and stuff like that on the earth. I believe that we are beginning to see the beginning of the days of the acceleration of time on the earth. And people will literally sit back and say, ah, what happened? We just started 
this morning? How come the day has ended? Look at all the things I wrote to do. There is an acceleration of time happening. And I remember last year, Apostle told me in his prophecy when he said there are nine years left and he wasn't talking about the rapture. He was really talking about the window for the church to position itself and to rise up in the strength that God has called the church to rise up in. And there are nine years left. And part of the things he prophesied about was the acceleration of time and saying that, you know, um, nine years will become like nine months and nine months will become like a nine um, weeks and nine weeks will become like nine days. And I'm telling you the truth in the realm of the spirit. I see it so clearly. I see how a word that used to last for one now lasts for one day. And when I say last, it's almost like there's an expiration date and there's an, there's an acceleration and God is pumping it and putting it and just throwing it in there and he's like, catch it, catch it, catch it, catch it. And so there are all so many things we're trying to catch them at the same time. So if you had not built up your spirit before now to be able to accommodate the more of God, you will struggle in this season. So what you want to do as a spiritual strategy is that um, as you are positioning yourself to receive the more, go and build up your spirit. And part of the ways in which you build up your spirit is things like fasting, things like holy conversations, you know, have the right conversations with the right people, um, and, you know, talk about the right things with the right people, um, sit in the right classes, go for the right trainings. Um, these are the ways in which you expand yourself in the realm of the spirit, you know, so, um, you know, go back and study notes, go back and, you know, um, read the things that God has said before and, you know, stay fasting, stay praying and receive the more of God. So while we were praying, um, Ezekiel 37, I was reminded of Ezekiel 37. Um, this scripture is so, is so, is one of the scriptures that are dearest to my heart. And I want us to just touch on it real quickly and pray. Um, in, in this scripture, the, the, the prophet began to say, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out of, in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of dry bones. It says the hand of the Lord was upon me and he brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and he set me in the valley and the valley was full of dry bones. So this thing that was happening to this guy was a spiritual encounter that he was having. And in the realm of the spirit, as he came into the bubbling of the spirit and as he came into the fullness of the spirit, something happened. The spirit of God took him into a valley that had so much dryness inside of it. And I feel in my heart that, you know, part of the restorative work of God or part of the restoration that God is doing in this season is that he's going to be taking you and taking people and leading them to the dry places of their lives. You know, the valleys that were around you before and you could not access them because you did not have the heart to, you did not have the strength of mind to, you did not have the strength of spirit to. And I sense in my spirit that there are many pains and many brokenness that people had hidden, you know, for so long, and maybe even some for a short while, and you never address them because you're just like, I can't deal with this. But in this season, as the spirit of the Lord begins to come upon you as the spirit of God begins to overwhelm you part of the things that the Lord will do is that the Lord will take you by the hand and the Lord will lead you to the valley 
not because he wants to terrorize you, not because he wants to oppress you, but because he wants the spirit of resurrection to come over you. He says, the Lord took me by the hand. The Lord led me by himself to begin to see the strange places inside of me, to begin to see the reason why I am acting in anger, why I am acting in corruption, to begin to see the reason why you are cheating on your wife, to begin to see the reason why you cannot help yourself, to begin to see the reason why it's almost like lie is normal to you, to begin to see the reason why your children have begun to do the things that you struggled with and the things that you saw your family struggle with, to begin to see the things that you have hidden yourself from for so long. It says the spirit of God led him and he led him into a valley and the valleys usually represent a place of descending and a place of lowness and a place where people don't want to go. He says, but the Lord led him there by the spirit. He says, and this valley was full of dry bones. He said, then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry. He says, he caused him to pass by them all around. So God did not stop him from seeing any area of his life that was broken. God began to show him. So when you will lay down on your bed at night in this season of prayer rain, and you start to cry, and something just happens inside of you, you're just like, my God, have mercy on me. My God, have mercy on me. And you begin to see things about yourself. As a matter of fact, I feel like somebody's going to have an encounter. For so many years, you have um, held so many things against your father, and you have said to yourself, you know, what kind of man is he? You have not allowed yourself to experience the love and the power of communion that a child should have with her father or with his father. And I hear the Spirit of God saying that in the days that are coming, he's going to begin to show you things about the man that you don't want to see, things you never imagined had happened to him, and things you never thought, you know, were the reason why he was the way that he was. But the Lord says, I'm about to break the sh chain, and I'm about to break the shackle of fatherlessness of you and the Lord says am I not the father to the orphan but God says you are not an orphan you have a father he says so I am not going to take the place of your earthly father but as your heavenly father I'm going to stand in the place of restoration but the spirit of God says a, a, a revival is coming upon the earth and for this revival to be fulfilled it must satisfy the desire of the heavens in Malachi chapter 3 and he said it must satisfy the desire of the restoration of the hearts of the fathers back to the sons and the hearts of the sons back to the fathers and I perceive in the realm of the spirit that part of what is going to happen is going to come a season of great reconciliation a season of great reconciliation is going to happen and i see people even men just breaking down and crying like babies because i see in the realm of the spirit that there are some men that are currently 40 something and 50 something but you are still stuck in the time of your 15 year old self in your eight year old self in the time where you were broken by a father but the spirit of god says in this season i am restoring i see daughters i see daughters crying and i see daughters saying why did you not protect me why did you not care for me? But the spirit of God is going to give you a revelation of the brokenness of the man that you have held pain and hatred against for so long. And God is going to give you a revelation of his brokenness and his struggle. And all of a sudden, your perspective will be lifted up so that you can walk in mercy and so that you can walk in the measure of love that he has to offer. And the Lord says, as I begin to restore the covering of fatherhood and as I begin to restore the, um, the consolation of having a father, I will also begin to restore places inside of you. It is going to 
trigger a domino effect in your spirit. It's going to trigger a domino effect in your world. It's going to trigger a domino effect in your realm because in the restoration of the house of the fathers back to the sons and the sons back to the father, then the Bible says he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Something is going to happen to your life. Something is going to happen to you in the realm of a spirit. And all of a sudden, you will seem like a little plant that is growing to become a tall tree. The areas inside of you that were stunted, the areas of your personality, the areas of your heart, the areas of communion and the areas of relationship that were stunted by reason of this lack of love and by reason of this thing um, that had festered inside of you, they will begin to grow all of a sudden. And as you release him, you will begin to release yourself, says the Lord. You will begin to release yourself. You will begin to release yourself. All the things that you should have done, all the things that you could have done, that you have held back for so long. The Lord says, as you release him, you would also release yourself. And so I just pray for grace to come over you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that the spirit of God will give you the grace and the spirit of God will give you the strength and Amen. the spirit of God will give you um, the truth, the truth, the truth truth in your heart. Let truth in your heart. Let truth be like a balm in your heart. Let truth be like a balm in your soul. Mm -hmm. I pray that the Lord God will massage truth into your spirit so that mm -hmm. as you walk on this journey of restoration, I pray that the spirit of God will break the chains over you and mm -hmm. truth will help you to go through whatever your heart may feel through the season of restoration in the name of Jesus. Amen. All shall be restored. Amen. All shall be returned to you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 The Lord says that he caused me to pass by them. And, and, you know, and as this restoration happens, I decree that in the name of Jesus, as you do your part, that every, you are broken off. You are broken off the curse. You are broken off the incantation of hell over that family line. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. It will break off you. It breaks off you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, verse 2, he says, Then he caused me to pass by them all around. Behold, there were very many in the Opal Valley, and indeed they were very dry. It says, And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, Oh Lord God, you know. Again, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And so the Lord is saying that there are so many people that have said, God, only you know. You know, I don't know. I'm just praying. I'm just hoping, you know, I'm trusting God. Maybe something will happen. Just like the prophet said, God, only you know. And God said, no, you prophesy. You prophesy to the dry bones and say to them, oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. So this is not about Ezekiel anymore. This is not about, oh God, you alone know. This is now about the word of the Lord. All dry bones hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. And I will put sinews on you and you, I will bring flesh upon you to cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then shall you shall know that I am the Lord God. So I prophesied as commanded. It says, breath come into you and the sinus come upon you, skin come upon you. It says he prophesied as commanded by God. So it is a first level restorative process of God where he says, first of all, receive life 
and dead. Let them, let there be covering. Let that which appeared as dryness and deadness, let people begin to say that our life is coming out of it. It's beginning to look good again. He said, I prophesied as I was commanded by God. Indeed, I looked. He says, and the next thing there was a noise and sudden rattling and bones came together, bone to bone. He says there was a noise and rattling. So as we come into this time of prophesying, because we're going to end this prayer call with prophecy, and you're going to begin to prophesy. He says, part of what happened was I began to hear a noise rattling. And if you are not sensitive in the realm of the spirit, when you hear the rattling, you will think that it is things that are going wrong. You will not know it is bone coming back to bone. And what did he mean bone to bone? So that means if one kneecap or one part of the leg was somewhere else, and the other part of the femur was somewhere else, that bone relocated the right bone because it was a huge valley filled with multiple bones. So which leg belongs to which leg? Which hand belongs to which body? So what God began to do was a reconfiguration and a finding and a realigning. And so the areas of your life that were disjointed, the areas of your life that were out of order, that were broken and in pieces and were scattered all over, God will begin to relocate them and locate them in the right places and in the right measure so Amen. that bone will come to bone and Amen. everything will come back in order so Amen. that everything that was disjointed comes back in order. Amen. And so God will prophesy in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to prophesy to yourself. I want you to begin to prophesy to yourself this morning that all breath of God, I thank you, Lord, because your breath comes into my life and your breath comes into the areas of dryness your breath comes into the area of deadness and so lord in the name of jesus as we prophesy this morning with the free own god that uh, that skin is coming on the body and and, and and flesh is coming upon them in the name of jesus in the areas of my, my life that look dead, the areas of my life that look broken because in this season they are my god as i hear the rocking it is the rattling of realignment, it is the rattling of positioning. Father, I bless you, Father, I thank you because I know that this is the season of restoration. So you are talking every area of my life, so I press aside to my life. I said, only hear the word of the Lord, hear the word of the Lord, and so I talk breath into you in the name of Jesus, I talk breath into you in the name of Jesus. Father, I bless you, Father, I thank you, Elema in the name of Jesus. Amen. Um, while we're praying, I saw something. I don't know what they call it. Uh, when people go to interact with the dead. And I feel that in your family, that is what they do or what they used to do or what they have done for power, interact with the dead. And sometimes even to the digging up of dead bodies and rituals at grave sites. And so the Lord wants to deliver you today. Necromancy, yes, the Lord wants to deliver you today because you have an atmosphere of death hanging around you and you have constantly dream of, dreamt of death you have a constant fear of death. You have constant, you're constantly terrorized by death. And it is because of the things that have been done and the interactions with death. And listen to me, the realm of death is not just physical death. It is also separation in the spirit from God. And it is also um, that which makes it impossible for you to come into the life of the spirit. And I sense in my heart that there's somebody here 
your family used to do it, your family did it, or they still do it. And it is the way in which they get power and wealth and influence. But today, in the mercy of God and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I command an invasion of God in your life. Amen. And I ask Amen. for God to cause there to be an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I pray Amen. that the fire of God would burn inside of you. Amen. And as it burns inside of you, he will burn the chains that are on you. Amen. Let the fetters be broken. And let the grace come to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that the angel of God will hold your hand and the spirit of God will walk you out of this valley. Amen. Walk you out of this place. It will cost you, Amen. but you will gain life. It Amen. will cost you, but you will gain life. So Amen. I pray that the spirit Amen. of God gives you the grace, the grace and the capacity to walk out of this. And I see the image of Peter in the prison. And the Bible says that when the angel of God came into the prison and appeared in the form of light, that he struck Peter by the side and said, get up. The doors had been opened, the chains had been broken. But here was Peter sleeping. I pray that you will not sleep on the day of your visitation. And you Amen. will not sleep on the time of your liberation. Amen. I pray that the spirit of God will wake you up, wake you up, wake you up from this Amen. slumber. Amen. You know that something is off. But you cannot break yourself out of it. I pray that God will wake you up from the slumber Amen. and you'll be the one to wake generations after you and to liberate the rest of your siblings. The Bible says, Amen. Let it no more be that the fathers are the sour grapes and the teeth of the children are put at edge. Your teeth should not be put at edge because of the sour grapes that your fathers have eaten. And so, in the name of Jesus, I pray, I pray that the Lord will come down and liberate you and deliver Amen. you and destroy you in the name of Jesus. For there is yet hope and there is yet light shining Amen. through you out of a dark place. And yes. I pray that indeed the Spirit of God would enable you to be the light that is liberated from Amen. this demonic stronghold and this activity and this covenant of death. And so you will not die, you will live. You will yes. not die, Amen. you will know the Lord and you will declare Amen. the Lord even in the land yes. of the Amen. 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 Um, Father, we thank you. Please, um, when you go back, I need you to finish Ezekiel 37 and I needed to take it as an assignment and follow the step by step as the Lord led the prophets to pray and to prophesy. You follow the steps, pray and prophesy also. When he called the four winds of the earth, you to call the winds of the spirit and say, come in into all the slain. Come into the things that are broken. Come into the days that are broken. If it's your marriage, if it's your heart, if it's um, your body, whatever it is, just call the wind of the spirit to come in and fill you up. Um, until you arrive at the place where the Bible says they became a great army and they stood on their feet. And they were for the defense of the children of Israel. So when you get there, also begin to declare that this that the Lord is restoring in you, it is for the defense of God, of you who is God's Israel, that a new army is rising out of you, that a new season is coming out of you, that a new time and a new person is emerging from you. And everything that was lost before and every oppression that you have sat under, that you are breaking out of it. Take Ezekiel 37 as your assignment and go step by step and pray with it and cause there to be a reordering in your life and in the life of your family in the name of our Lord Jesus. So Father, Amen. we bless you and Father, we thank you because thank once you, again, you have met with us yes, and Lord. once again, you have sat with us and once again, you have prepared a table for us to dine on. Yes. Lord, we are grateful. Who is it that can command the heavens? Who is it that can counsel you on what to do? Nobody. But God, whenever you give to us, it is out of your love and we receive it freely 
we receive it freely. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father, for the Thank things you, you have given us today. Yes, and for the things you are doing on prayer. Ring. My yes, God, Lord. I just ask that there will be an establishment and the fulfillment, oh God, of every word that you have spoken here in Jesus' name. Thank you because Amen. the fire on this altar will not go out. The fire Amen. will continue to burn. It will continue Amen. to burn. And every Amen. single person who keys in and connects with what you are doing here, Father, let them experience your power and let them experience your grace and let them experience Amen. the miraculous in the name of Jesus. Father, Amen. I ask that you bless the prayer ring team and the people that are putting this together, Father, I pray you bless them, oh God. Amen. The people that I work with, oh God, that get up the administration, the administrators, the camera people, the, the ones that upload on YouTube, every single one of them, Stephanie and her team, Lord, I ask that you bless them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, I thank you for my own life. I ask that your hand of protection be upon me, oh God. And I pray that you continue to fill me up, Jesus, so that Amen. I may speak the word accurately to your people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for this day. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the things you are doing. And I just pray for the one that is looking for bread. And I pray not just for spiritual bread, but physical bread. The person Amen. on this call that is saying, what will I eat? How will I feed my children? What will we do tomorrow? God, you are the one through scriptures that fed people. People, and you cause even the raven to feed your prophet. God, I pray yes. that you will bring provision yes. to that family in the name Amen. of Jesus. You will bring provision to that individual in the name of Jesus. Amen. They will not lack, neither will they die in hunger. Because Amen. the God of sufficiency is their God. Amen. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. 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 God bless you all. It is always an honor to fellowship with you. Um, it's always an honor and a privilege to do the work of God. Um, thank you so much for joining. Make sure you invite your friends and your family. Um, through our experience during prayer time, Saturdays and Sundays is when you get less people because people just want to sleep during the week, week weekends. But there is no time to sleep. We don't sleep on spiritual things. We are constantly awake and alert. So make sure you wake up people tomorrow to come and join the prayer calls. Make sure you wake them up and remind them and invite people um, to join in because there is something that God is doing in this season. January is such a spiritual month of decoding the, 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 the ways of the spirit and the, the pathways that we should take through the year. So make sure you wake them up and you are not carrying, you know, this burden of craft in the path in the spirit alone if you have a spouse ask your spouse to join you know your siblings to join get them all to join so that you increase the spiritual energy around you um, and your family god bless you and i will see amen. you all tomorrow god bless you god bless you amen. Amen.